Guys, after five years of being a Nikola Jokic diehard, being an absolute stan, I can finally say that he is a world champion. He's a top five white man, dead or alive. Yeah, man. He's gassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's man. What an achievement. He's to definitively to taken the throne away from Luka Doncic as the best white in the NBA. <laughs> We're out here. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Jokic is simply different, and I would say I stand corrected. I thought that the Denver Nuggets were going to get it done in six. It almost damn near looks like it, but they got it done. They got it done in five. Shout out to Jokic. Shout out to Jamal Murray. <laughs> shout out to Aaron Gordon. He was out in the streets of Denver in his basketball shorts with everyone literally outside. You love yeah. to see it, bro. This is beautiful. Yeah, he's looking, <laughs> he's looking like Forrest Gump with the people running behind him. Get a city on his back. <laughs> Had the whole city with him. I'm crying. Nah, man. Shout out Denver. Shout, listen, shout out Jokic's horses because apparently he loves them more than the championship. <laughs> he was stressed about getting back yes. to Serbia. See them horses race, man. He's he's bro, on top that's of That's hilarious. So stressed. I love, it. I love it. He asked his PR lady, hey, yo, when is the parade? She said it's Thursday. He's like, oh, I don't want to like, go. No, I, I don't want to I can't be here. here. I need to go home. <laughs> Somebody please take me there. I don't like it here. Uh, he got the red eyes coming back for the parade just so he can get one night with the horses. Oh, 100%. <laughs> He's a horse boy. Yeah, man. For y'all who some who, for everybody who somehow lives under a rock, the Denver Nuggets finished off the Miami Heat last night, winning the NBA Finals 4-1 to and capping off a... Career-defining series for both Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, Michael Malone, really the entire Nuggets franchise, who honestly just set the bar for what it is to build a championship-level team in the modern NBA. They showed that you don't have to chase stars. You don't have to make big splash trades to pair a second star with your MVP. You can build organically. You can build through the draft and just overall be patient and make the right moves over time. Trade for an Aaron Gordon. Trade for a KCP. Just figure out that the exact type of role players you need around your unique star and let the team have time to develop. I feel like that's something we haven't seen for most championship-level teams in the past decade. So I think this will be a, a defining team for how a lot of franchises look at team building going forward. Yeah, I mean, if everybody can find a back-to-back MVP in the, in the second round, <laughs> like you know, like that just makes everything so much easier. <laughs> that helps. You know, that, that helps. Yeah. It's, no, it's, cra- it's crazy. I, I, first off, I was right. I just want to... And listen, everybody's always like, oh, you know, I'm going to let you know when I was wrong, right? I can stand up for myself. I'm going to let you know when I was right. And I told you yeah. <laughs> I, I told you before the series that the Nuggets were going to win in five. The, the Heat, they just didn't have enough. Jimmy Butler, and we will get to Jimmy Butler slander later in the show. At, at least at least <laughs> for me. At least for me. But shout out shout out the Nuggets, man. They, from the start of the playoffs to, to whatever, to, yeah, from the start of the playoffs to what we saw last night. They played every single game, and they showed up every single game, which I don't think can be said for literally every other team. Like, every other team had days where they showed up, and it just looked like they mailed it in. And the Nuggets, who lost four games all postseason, they showed up every single game. They they played crazy, right? They showed up every single game. They played hard. They looked like champions from the front to uh, from the front to end. And Jokic, Jokic looked like the most unstoppable player that we have seen. In probably like, what five years? Like I like I don't I don't think I, yeah. I think the last time we saw somebody just that like oh my god what do I do was probably 2018 LeBron, and there's been amazing seasons since then, right? There's been awesome performances, but to look at Jokic, look at the run that he had, nearly averaging a triple double the entire postseason on insane efficiency. He is the best player alive. 
and he's the best player in the world. Oh yeah, and he has that title moving forward, and, I, and it's one hundred percent solidified. Yeah, for sure. That conversation's over for the time being. We, as we see, we thought it was Giannis before the season, and we see how fast the thing can change. We don't have like one of the best players of all time in LeBron to win it every year. So for the time being, it's clearly Jokic. We'll see how long it holds on to it. And we're gonna have a lot of time to talk about these big picture conversations and viewing him, Jamal Murray, and the team in a all time sense and comparing them to other teams. As you guys see from the title, we're comparing the Nuggets to the past ten championship level teams. We're gonna do that later in the video, but. Before we get into all of that, do some quick announcements. As you guys see, we're in it right now. Our merch is out. We've been running a series of polls on the YouTube community posts, asking guys what the best colors are, and you guys have picked the black hoodie, the black t-shirt, and the blue long sleeve so far. So as you saw in those polls, we're doing a giveaway. Hard. It's going to be through YouTube community polls, so be sure to stay tuned to the channel. Over this next week, I'm going to roll out those giveaway posts. It's going to be real simple. It's going to be make sure you're subscribed, you're following us on Twitter, and leave a comment on the community post. And we're going to give it away through there. And yeah, just stay tuned. We're going to continue to do this type of stuff to show you guys this merch. Stay tuned for more colors eventually, more designs. But yeah, that's. let's, let's get back to this Nuggets talk, Wait, man. no, no, no. Real quick. Shout yourself out, too. Shout yourself out. Because, uh, I, listen, Isaac just. Drop, Isaac, he dropped some heat. That's what I'm saying. Isaac <laughs> just dropped a fire video on his personal channel. Tell the people what it's yeah, about. We're, we're all, over, over the coming months, you're going to see all three of us start to roll out our personal channels some more. This past week, I dropped my first video on my personal channel talking about the Celtics. I'll put the link to a card right now on the screen. You can tap it to go watch. After you watch the rest of this episode, watch to the end. Help us get those watch time numbers up. Don't leave. But yeah, you, you'll, you'll see the link in the description to my personal channel and to that video. I think it was pretty dope. But you guys can go ahead and follow and watch for more videos every week. I'm going to try to be consistent on there. 10 out of 10 and if you yeah. ask me. Same and I'm also going to link Mo's channel and Donovan's channel as soon to be because they're all going to be rolling out videos coming soon. But yeah, man. That, that's enough self-promotion. Let's get to this, these nuggets. Let's, Let's start with... Me at five. Let's start with Jokic first. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with Jokic first. Mo, Donovan just uh, alluded to it that this is an all-time finals run, right? Like this is up there with like Dirk, with whatever other 2016 LeBron, whatever ever all-time great run you want to talk about. This has to be up there, right? Easy. Absolutely. He is just one of those players, especially at his peak powers when. Everyone around him is who's supposed to be there is there. No wild injuries or anything like that. He is unschemable. He's going to get his and always consistently put his team in the best position to win without even trying, it feels like. That's just like the type of game that he spreads, yeah, and that's how he exactly. plays. Like, it's just like everything just feels so effortless and natural, and I think – it's so fair to say that this dude has the best just natural instincts in the NBA. You know, there's oh, yeah. always some of the most best ever. Exactly. You know, he just has this natural. He, it's like he was born to play basketball. But, you know, like with that said, yeah. like he did, <laughs> with that said, he doesn't like wow anyone necessarily when it comes to his physical wow's abilities me. he wow yeah definitely especially he wows you're yeah. the number one Jokic stand <laughs> you're a much for him absolutely bro oh my so. god yeah uh, <laughs> the way people would talk about uh lebron kevin durant whoever else is like made in a lab to play basketball from a physical standpoint he's made in a lab from a mental standpoint to play basketball exactly. the way he's able to diagnose things so quickly the way he spins off of a post touch, sees a double team, and immediately knows lob, immediately knows kick to the corner, floater. Like the speed in which he can diagnose a coverage is absurd. Like you said, he makes it look effortless, and that's completely facts. 
I know a lot of people were talking about this is an easy path to the finals for him and for the team in general because they so played lame. like an eight seed, a seven seed, eight seed, whatever. So lame. But I think I saw Dragonfly Jones on Twitter said it that some teams have an easy path. Some teams just make it look easy because they're so good and deal with teams that easily. And I think it's the latter where they just they were a league above everybody else this year, so it seems easy because nobody can make them sweat. That these yeah. otherwise good teams just aren't on the same level. Exactly. And when you go ahead and look at the competition that they faced, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and after that they faced the Phoenix Suns, and they're talking about, oh, like they faced the Lakers in the conference finals, and they were, what, a seventh seed. This is not like the same Lakers team that we all saw, laughed at, that started out, what, 2-10 and 10 at the beginning of the season. This Lakers team is elite. Austin Reeves has arrived. Anthony Davis being one of the best defensive players that we've seen over the last few years, especially, like, has arrived. Now, yes, LeBron is not the same, but he's still, like, top 15, 20 type good, even at this old hindered age. He had age. 40 in yeah. the closeout game. He's still, he's still LeBron. Exactly, you know? And so them steamrolling through the – I don't want to say steamrolling because every game was actually close, but them – They swept them. They steamrolled <laughs> They swept them, but like it, it didn't feel like. Regardless yeah, yeah. of the fact, yeah, 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 the Lakers were actually good, dog. So anyone, it feels like I don't know why, but I feel like this. They're trying. People are trying to find any way to discredit Jokic and the Nikola and uh, the Denver Nuggets, similar to how people try to, <laughs> how people try to, not give Steph Curry any credit like possible. Yeah. No, but so, like, no, for sure. at the, but also at the same time, like, who cares, right? Because this is Facts. because this is what this is what you get for being the number one seed. Like, you yeah. get to go through the easiest path. You get to play the eight seed, right? You get to then play the four and the five seed, and then who's like they should have played if everything played out. They should have played the 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 two seed in the in the conference finals. However, because you're the one seed, you get to go through two rounds to see if the number two seed gets knocked off. Like this is these are the perks and these are the yep. and this these are the things that you get to hang your hat on if you take the regular season seriously, which which, sure. which some other people don't, right? The, this is what happens when everything clicks. They were very healthy throughout the entire um, throughout the entire series. There was like there was honestly like a two week stretch where it was where you look at the Nuggets and it was like hey, like, are they actually going to be able to, to do this? Like, they're losing games weird. Like, what's going on here? But it ended up just, ended up just being a random two weeks in March because the NBA season is long and people have lapses. Yeah. But, like, this is this is what every team should, should strive for, and this should show every other team, hey, the stuff that happens from October to April, that stuff matters. Like, it, it means sure. something to go out every single night and to try and win games and to not just be able to say – Okay, we're just gonna take this, this night off, and we can make up for it later. You can't. You you can't do it. it doesn't work like that. And Denver reap the benefits. Yeah, and if you of can, it. it's hard. Yeah, and you, you can't have your app. You probably need it too. Like you can do that, but then you can't complain that your road's harder because it's you know you get you get exactly. what you pay for. And also, like you said, like who gives a shit because it's what they deserve. But also, they were not the betting favorites to beat the Suns. The Suns are the betting exactly. favorites. The narrative going into the Lakers series was the Lakers can beat them and do this upset. Like, people pretended the Nuggets weren't the favorites in these series. Or not even pretended. Sometimes, like, the Suns. Like, I, we also thought the Suns have a good chance of winning. I think I picked them in seven. So, like, you can't, on one hand, say the Nuggets should have lost these series and then be like, oh, but that path was easy. 
Like, yeah. clearly not. Clearly, you just underestimated them, and they're just so good they made it look easy, despite what you thought going into the series. Exactly. They're they're, fan- they're fantastic. They're fantastic, and it's exactly. J- Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray throughout the entire playoffs, he did, and I think that he lived up to every everything that we were saying about Jimmy Butler. And oh my goodness, like playoff Jimmy is so different, right? He shows up every game. He's a different level. That kind of faded as the playoffs went on. Jamal Murray got better as the playoffs went on. Jamal Murray was actually out here every single game, dropping dropping 15 in the fourth quarter when they needed, averaging 10 assists in the finals. There's like two players who've ever averaged 20 and 10 in the finals, I think. I think I saw a tweet from like Stat Muse or something. And it was, yeah, yeah it was it's Magic Johnson and Jamal Murray. And that's it. I think it was four other players. It was it was Magic, LeBron, MJ, one other. Maybe it was Oscar Robertson, maybe. and then Jamal Murray. Okay. So it's been like four or five total, and Jamal Murray's in there. That's nuts. It's it's wild. They they they. And he's not even known as a passer either. Yeah. Like he's not even. He's he's. The point is like he's not a great passer, but the fact that he can make that his game when need be because. He's not a great, it looks like he's not a great passer because normally Jokic got that on lock and exactly. Jamal Murray's role is to be more of a scorer. Mm-hmm. But as soon as the Heat take away the passing of Jokic and he has to be scoring base, only average seven assists, and they do a lot of doubles at Jamal Murray to try to take his scoring element <laughs> only away. Only average seven bam, assists. Only, and the yeah, best right. showcase of that was in game seven, or not my bad, not seven, on game uh, four, back when they were in Miami. Yeah. yeah. And... I came on this podcast last episode, and I was telling you, like, I knew Jamal Murray, of course, as a guard natch, you have to have some, a guard at his level specifically, too, you have to have some level of passing competency, and for the type of passes that he was throwing, I didn't even know he had in his bag, and so that just shows, like you guys said, how we stepped things up on an entirely different level, and now when we talk about Jamal Murray, you have to put him in completely different conversations, top 25 oh, conversations. Yeah. We're going to get to that for sure. But before we move on to Jamal Murray talks like that, I want to real quick go back to the question I asked of comparing this Jokic run to all-time great runs. So I guess we should make a little TikTok out of it. Actually, not, not make a TikTok out of it, but let's talk about this because he averaged nearly triple-double, like Donovan said. He dropped like nine assists overall because the Heat did a good job taking away his passing. But... 30 points, 12 rebounds, 9 assists for an entire playoff run where you dropped four total games and really never sweated. You were never trailing in a series at all. I think the only team in the past 20 years to do that is the Warriors. You, they never trailed in a series. That's insane. Is this as good as Dirk's run? Is this better than Dirk's run? Better. Um, I would say better. His performance is better, but the competition isn't quite as and good, which was insane for Dirk. That's, that's what, mm. that's what I'm, I'm going to go to. I think... Hmm. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to to Dirk just because the path was crazy. Yeah. The the path the path what was, was his path like for the people who don't remember. They so I forget I forget who Dallas played in in the first round, but in the second round they end up sweeping the Lakers, back, who were at the time back to back champions. Then they beat the they beat the Baby Thunder in five games, and then they go and they beat the Heat in in LeBron's first year in Miami. And so in a single postseason, Dirk by himself with like an with an aging Jason Kidd, JJ Barea, and Jason Terry beats Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Kobe. Yeah, it's, that's and that's it's tough. Like peak, it's peak of his power still, Kobe too. Like he hasn't fallen off yet. Yeah, that's mm. that's tough. 
And Dwayne Wade hasn't fallen off yet either. So, like, it's the best version of a lot of these guys. That is true. So I got to rethink I guess that. I, yeah, so maybe you give the Dirk there, but this is better than, obviously, it's better than 2018 LeBron. LeBron didn't win. This is better than the Steph Curry years. Steph Curry had more help, and, like, you know, the KD thing makes it awkward. <laughs> it's better than it's better than Kawhi because Kawhi kind of he was hurt in the finals, so he kind of slowed down a little bit compared to like the first round where he was god. It's better than Giannis's run, even though Giannis dropped fifty in a game seven, which is crazy, or game six. Like, what are the other runs all time I stuck up with this Jokic run? You would have to you would have to start going further back, like the like two thousand and one Shaq. Is is yeah is, stuff like that. Is like, where my mind Kobe, goes. So like it's... No, but even even then, like yeah, yeah, yeah you know, yeah, yeah. I think especially the the two thousand, like two thousand Shaq is probably the one where Kobe hadn't yet ascended to we're like equals. It was a very clear one and two, and even though it was like one and two kind of the whole time, but like you you, you get what I'm trying to say. Two thousand yeah yeah, yeah for sure. two thousand Shaq. You're probably there's there's obviously like take your pick of any Michael Jordan run. That, that yeah, they yeah, had probably the first one, right? Yeah, the first one was the hardest carry job. Hakeem in '94, they, they oh, that's the one. Yeah, Hakeem's up mm-hmm. there too. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot there's yeah. a lot that that we can go down the list and compare. It Point to. is, this is like in the conversation for top five finals run ever. Okay, man, I it's like, it's weird. I need to. There's a lot. So it's hard. I, yeah, but. we'll we'll think about it a little bit more in the summer. But this is definitely <laughs> it's definitely top top ten. I'll give you top ten easily. Yeah. So with that being said. Jokic, three-year peak, arguably one of the best offensive three-year peaks you've ever seen. Results in two back-to-back MVPs. Should have been three, and now an all-time final performance race finals MVP champion. <laughs> <laughs> so like, there's been a lot of talk. Where are you guys ranking? There's been a lot of talk. Where are you guys ranking Nikola Jokic all-time now after this run? See, this this is an insane question that tears my brain apart because it's so hard. You know, because I, 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 he's, I feel, I still feel like he has so much more to do. Yeah. And so, let's assume going forward, he has the average rest of the career. Maybe no more. Just say no more chips, but he continues on dominating for the until he's thirty three. So he has another six All NBA teams and just has a, what you expect from the rest of his career. Are we asking? I think he's a. Hmm? He, I think he's above the KG Charles Barkley D Wade like that range. I think he's above those guys now. I think he's in like the top twenty. Okay, I will give you I will give you Wade and I will give you Barkley. The ones where I would start to say like where we really really have to have the conversation is KG. Mm-hmm. KG on both ends is disgusting. And if they Yeah, but come on. I'm K listen, prime K prime KG's defense is is ridiculous and it's it's legit like uh it's it's a basketball breaking type type of thing and his his versatility I would put it there. I will say though, and so the the KG thing is a conversation. I don't I don't yeah. have I don't have the enough I don't have the precise number that I have Jokic at right now. If he stays on this path though, and we'll just keep it to current, I want to know what you guys think. Would you put Jokic over KD? Over KD, um, all I time. think I would. If he by stays the time he gets the one. Uh, assuming, assuming one chip, two MVPs, the rest of the way, but he still gets like the All Stars and the MVPs, and we still see this like this level of passing. Are you, yeah. are you taking him over? Okay, well, right now, he's six time. He's six time All NBA right now. Five of those are first team. Seven more of these seasons. Twelve time All NBA with two MVPs and an All Time Finals chip. 
Right. You got to assume he probably gets another MVP at some point. Maybe next year even. I want. Like I want. I want. I'm not going to assume the the MVP stuff because that stuff is wonky okay. every, every every year. Yeah. Okay. So two MVPs. Uh, we'll say twelve All NBAs. It's going to be close. That's going to be the Ranger end, which is like the low teens. I think will be around there. That'll be that'll be the conversation. Will be like the Hakeem, KD, then. That that'll be the range where Jokic comes into like around 12, 13, I think 14, I would 15. take. I think at the end of the day, I think I would take Jokic over KD. In that, if that if that's yeah, the case, so, KD has a lot of longevity and like he doesn't have the individual accomplishment of this finals run, or the, the his peak as an MVP wasn't what Jokic's past two MVPs were. I don't think, but he is also still KD. Like there is something to be said about like being one of the best talented players of all time that does hold weight. I get that, but that if but true. if Jokic is also that at the same yeah, time, Jokic also is too. Yeah, Jokic is like, uh, dude, he's like an offensive messiah. Like we we can have conversations <laughs> later, but like his rankings, the all time offensive players. Like you're right. I don't know. What about him and Giannis? What do you think, Mo? Are you putting him above Giannis right now? Am I putting Jokic above Giannis right now? They have the same resume, basically. Yeah, Giannis is a defensive player of the year too. Yeah, yeah, that's a difference. I think. This is a hard question, man. This is a They're hard question. They're literally neck and neck, and like, isn't that cool? I, yeah, it is cool. Like, we're talking about someone who was a forty-first pick and was drafted during a Taco Bell commercial, bro. <laughs> yes, yeah. that is insane. And Giannis, Giannis was like a thirteenth pick. Like this, yeah. Our two fucking the players of this generation, it looks like, are these two European guys that were doubted and had. Well, one doubted more than the other, but weren't expected to be this. And now they're like neck and neck in all-time standings, yeah. running with each other in the same type of resumes. It's pretty cool. I think they're too they're too close for me to make a decision right now. And there's nothing that'll like lean or sway me either way. Donovan, do you have any? I think that like I think you? I would take Giannis just because of the DPOY. I, yeah, I think that mm-hmm. right now, like like Isaac was saying, their resumes are fairly similar, and. Yeah. For Gian- Giannis's finals, for him to basically have a hyperextended knee and then come back in that, that same series, have the block that he had on, on DeAndre Ayton, which after LeBron's block is probably the best block in finals history, and then yeah. to score 50 in a closeout game, those two things hold a lot of weight for me. So I, th- mm. I think I would take him right now. And people forget that block ended in a game ceiling lob too, where he just fucking dunked all over Chris Ball. Yeah, and and was that the same game where he hit like fifteen or sixteen free throws or something like that? Yeah, sixteen yeah, that, of eighteen free yeah, throws. Yeah, that was that was game six. Ice in his fucking veins. That was crazy. Yeah. But yeah, man. Yeah, either way you slice it, Jokic is in these conversations. I think at minimum now he secured his place in like the top twenty players ever. Which is I think something to be said after he's he's only twenty six. Yeah. No, oh, he's, uh, he's 28. He's 28. He's 28. Oh, he's 28? How does he? Yeah, you I saw think, some post that I, spread some propaganda the other day, and it was comparing Joel Embiid to yeah. Nikola Jokic, and they said, oh, yeah. Joel Embiid is 30 and Jokic is 26. No, he's 28 and, Jok- and Joel Embiid is 29. Okay. Yeah, he's 28. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I, I knew Jokic wasn't 30. I knew that was a joke. I didn't yeah. know. Okay, yeah. I thought Jokic <laughs> <That> was... was... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Twitter's fucking hilarious, though. Just the yeah. way they... I knew they're in the same Twitter. draft. I thought about it. I was like... Did fucking Joel Embiid go to four years of college? What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so, Yo- so Jokic is 28, so he probably has like five or six more years of dominance. No, I – listen, he already With plays – he's playing. He already plays like an old man. His game is getting yeah. like crazy, yeah. you know? like See, that's a debate. That, see, that's always hard because you can say, one, he doesn't need speed, so he'll be good without it forever. 
but also the players like that have just enough speed and they're more athleticism than you'd expect so as soon as that goes they go from just enough to not enough to be able to do this anymore you know what i mean i don't know where i heard it but i heard someone say the other day Jokic was athletic somehow some way he is that's a conversation like that's another thing people are talking about is like defining athleticism because He's fucking wicked quick for someone that big, strong as shit, agile. Like, there's something to be said about defining athleticism as more than running and jumping real high. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I guess you can nah. throw in his quickness, too, for his nah. <laughs> size yeah. and no, how, but that, like... Yeah. I don't know. I don't but, know. I, th- I, I think there's... When, when we talk about Jokic's athleticism, there's a lot of qualifiers that have to get put on it. And I think once you... Is there? I, I feel... When you're like, okay, well, he's he's quick for his seven footer. He's quick for somebody that that size. He's quick for somebody who like doesn't have this, doesn't have that. At a certain point, it's just, hey, he's just not like the upper echelon. He's not like a great. Oh athlete. yeah, yeah, definitely not. Uh, no, yeah, no, no, no. And, I, and I don't think that anybody here was saying that, but he's just not a great athlete, and it's okay. We don't have to yeah. like yeah. like everybody doesn't have to have everything. Sure, sure. It is okay. No, I I see what you mean. Where like he's good despite the athleticism, which is like it's a perk of its own. But also, like, are you, do you guys know about like, the P3 shit? Nah, t- tell me about it. Yes, it is. There's this thing called P3, which is a, a training facility in Santa Barbara that a lot of the draft prospects coming in, they do, like, really high-level testing to test their athleticisms. And they'll do stuff like really specific drills that, like, aren't mainstream at all to gauge their, like, lateral quickness and burst and, like, really specific stuff to test, like, true athleticism. A lot of players in the draft go through that so they can know what they need to work on. And they do that, and I think NBA teams buy this data from them too, so mm. they can know like Amen Thompson is like a 99th percentile lateral quickness guy by doing these specific drills that really gauge the stuff better than just like watching them play. Mm. And that's run by I forget who what the guy's name is, but the guy from that runs that d- does all these high level athletes, and they tested Jokic and say like a lot of the things that you don't think about in these like quickness level things and like agility, he tests on like the upper percentile of athleticism. It's just not jumping high. You know what I mean? His post-up turnarounds are fucking crazy. That's one thing I will say. Like, that yeah. thing catches me off guard every single time. <laughs> like, it, it gets me every time. Like, how did he just do that and not get away with any? Like, bro, what? He had to have traveled. No, he didn't travel. That foot is down. Damn. <laughs> yeah. But, Don, I think there is something to what you're saying where we don't have to pretend that he's Giannis. Yeah. That, like, he's good in spite of it, which is incredible. It also brings us to a conversation about his defense, which has been another topic of discussion, which is definitely something I'll victory laugh about, like Mo Donovan was saying. I'll let you know when I'm right, because we've had to deal with ungodly, stupid-ass narratives for years about, you can't win with a Nikola Jokic defense, spam pick and rolls, it's an automatic bucket, all because he couldn't defend Steph Curry in the playoffs when his point of attack defender was Monty Morris or Will Barton. Yeah, like, gross. yeah, of course he can't defend that on his own. He's not a fucking lockdown Hakeem Olajuwon type, but I think he's clearly like the level defender of a Steph Curry, where he's completely good enough to exist in a system and not hurt you in really any substantial way. He's not an elevating level of defensive player, but he has strengths and can exist in a certain scheme where he's completely fine. Yeah, yeah. he's cool. He's he's cool. There were there were some tweets coming into the playoffs where and I. I I feel I feel bad because I can't remember who tweeted, but they there was some propaganda saying like uh, Nikola Jokic allows the highest rim percentage, um, like the high the highest shooting percentage at the rim. They were all the, Kurt Goldsberry. Thank yes. you, thank you. Yes, yes. He he tweeted out that cost. That was a big part of costing Jokic the MVP. That fucking ESPN story about him being just like 
generationally bad rim defender, which nobody really thought anymore. He just apparently had the data to back it up. And it was so dumb, man. Yeah. I watching watching the Nuggets win that championship and I I was pushing for MB to win to win MVP uh the entire the entire year. Watching the Nuggets win that championship. I was like, dang, like we, we should have given Jokic the MVP. The whole crowd was chanting MVP. And I'm like, imagine, imagine seeing if it was a back to back to back MVP who finishes off the run. The first time he gets help with a, (laughs) with a game five playoff win at home, secures finals MVP, secures the finals. It would have been like a storybook ending. And it just just sucks. We kind of, we kind of robbed ourselves. Yeah. We didn't rob ourselves. Kendrick Perkins robbed us. And Kurt Goldsberry <laughs> robbed us. And all these fucking dumbass ESPN merchants that wanted to drum up the arguments just for because it was boring to vote him three times in a row. So we had to give one to Joel and Beach because it was good for TV ratings. It was Isaac, so dumb. Isaac's going to go ahead and have a Nikola Jokic fanboy riot tomorrow at Connecticut. At <laughs> Bristol, Connecticut. We want Kendrick. We want Kendrick. It's not even a Jokic fandom thing for me. It's just like a I hate stupid shit thing for me. Yeah. I hate when narratives like that take off that are just like anti-intellectual. It just bothers <laughs> me because like people buy into it so uh, easily and there's so much confirmation bias in sports and it's just like what the how is it still a thing? Like, did you see the show with Mad Dog on ESPN today where he listed his top contenders going into next year? No. Who do you put? He put the Warriors one, the Nuggets two, I forget, I think the Lakers three, the, the Kings so four, funny. and the Thunder five. Thunder five. Like the Oklahoma wow. City Thunder? <laughs> <laughs> Not the Trenton Thunder, I promise you. It's the, the OKC Thunder. Oh, man. Okay. Why is this man on TV? That old man. What is ESPN doing? Listen, that old man is washed. He is washed. He is past his prime. <sighs> He's geriatric. Oh, crazy, bro. Yeah. It's besides the point, but yeah, it's just the, the power these type of narratives from these major outlets have is crazy. And like you're saying, we were robbed of a generational three-year peak. It still is that, right? We're still everyone knows that he was the best player in the league for the third year, so it's still going to age beautifully. But it would have looked good on paper. You're right. Yeah. You know what feels so good? I remember so throughout the playoffs to another super nasty narrative. Something that a lot of people were talking about in the NBA Finals specifically was like, oh, these playoffs are boring, blah, blah. And, yeah, there may be a game or two during the series that kind of wasn't that interesting or whatever. But um, I will say, like, over the last, what, five years, we've witnessed, like, first-time champions. We got, the, mm-hmm. of, of course, the Denver Nuggets. Then I was in Denver Nuggets. There's the Milwaukee Bucks. After Milwaukee Bucks, we got the who Toronto Raptors. No, it was the Lakers, then the Raptors. No, it was Raptors and Lakers, then Bucks. Yeah, yeah, Thank you. yeah, exactly. And seeing the sporadicness of the NBA, and not okay. Like we were heavy in the trenches of like, okay, it's LeBron, LeBron, Spurs, Spurs. Okay, if it's LeBron, LeBron, Warriors, Warriors, KD, KD. Like this feels so refreshing, and it feels even better to see teams like the Bucks, teams like the Denver Nuggets. You could even throw in the Toronto Raptors too, even though they're kind of frauds because it was like a one year type thing or whatever. Regardless of the fact, like I mean it's the same for the Bucks. It's the same for the Bucks. Frauds. It's I just saw a tweet about this. And they're not frauds because Kawhi left. People act like they fell off because they started sucking. Kawhi left. Like they materially changed. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're right. But seeing how they built 
that stability is beautiful and i feel like they literally watched a king of the fourth quarter video and picked every single piece perfectly the aaron gordon <laughs> trade is a masterful you got a dude who is like really damn good at a lot of things on the court but you ask him hey cut all the other shit out can you like play defense and like you know be a serious lob threat for us and once in a while play make whenever we have our main guys out of the court or off the court and dribble and do little little cool things whatever cool then picking up bruce brown and then scooping up kcp and all that stuff is just masterful and it's such a fresh breath of air and i feel like the NBA landscape now is rejuvenated regardless of what everyone says. Oh, this is boring. You, you just want to see LeBron, LeBron, Curry, Curry, KD, KD, and all this other shit. Yeah. No, I, feel like, I think Donovan has a different opinion. We talked about this yesterday, actually. <laughs> but I what agree. It's say? cool because... I was... I was Okay, real real quick. I was telling... Well, Isaac, you go first and I'll go. Okay. I, I agree to an extent, Mo. I think I cherish this time of parody because... This always happens between the reign of dominance of stars. It was the Jordan era, then the Little Lakers era, and the Spurs for a little while, until we got to the LeBron era where he's running off these ships until the Warriors era. Like, there's these dominant dynasties that last for five to ten years, and in between, when we're in the limbo period, you have a period of parity where multiple teams can win. We see the Pistons get one randomly. We see so-and-so get one. The, the Rockets sneak in, too. So, good. I'm glad we have this while it lasts. It's only going to last so long until we get Zion and Scoot Henderson or whatever is going to be running off champions. So I, I agree. Okay. Exactly. So my so I was telling Isaac yesterday that, and like you said, th- th- so this is the first time in NBA history that in a five-year period we've had five different champions, and mm-hmm. I don't, I don't mind the the parity. What I, what I don't like is or what I would like to see. I want to see somebody go go back to back, right? I just as I think that it is just as fun to see sustained dominance, at least back to at least back to back years, as it is going five or six years and somebody different winning every single year. Like I I, I look at, at everything that the Warriors were able to do. I look at what the Heat were able to do um, at the start of the of the twenty tens, and it's like it's really hard to go back to back. And we've had somebody do that every single decade because we've had like these dynasties and we've had these really great teams. And for all these players who are, you know, we're talking about Giannis and we're talking about Jokic in top 20, top 25 conversations already. I would like to see that for their, for their resume, right? I want to see you. I want to see you be able to do it back to back years when you're in your prime, when you have your whole team together. And obviously like injuries have, have come back and um, have come back and fourth in the game and they change rosters and stuff. But I don't, I want, I, that's all I want to see. I want to see somebody go, go back to back because I think that that is an underrated part of fun NBA stuff. I think, I just think that it's very cool to see people at their best for a long time. And you look up and you're like, yo, how long, how long can you keep this going? Right? Like, I think that was, yeah. that was part of the fun of seeing the Warriors win last year is like, you guys were down and out for two years and were able to come back, use all of the championship, like grit, we know how to win, and we're able to run through everybody and get a chip. And I I just feel like that is something that is getting a little bit lost. And I think that, that the NBA and some of the mechanisms that they have are kind of pushing a yeah. type of parody. So it's not that I hate the fact that there's somebody different every year, but I want to see somebody win yeah. win back to back. 
Yeah, well, two things. One, you're right. A lot of his injuries. Like, I'm pretty sure if injuries weren't a thing, which they always are, so yeah. you can't say that. But the Lakers would have won back-to-back in 2021, I'm pretty sure, if they stayed healthy. That team, when they first traded for Dennis Schroeder, had Danny Green still, had Marcus Gasol that year. And I'm, fucking, I mean, but listen, but if, but if injuries were off, the Nets were winning that year. True. That's also possible. Yeah. But the Lakers would win back to the finals. But that short and mm-hmm. offseason fucked them. And then last year, I think the Bucks go back to back if Chris Middleton doesn't go out and Giannis isn't against his own yeah. against the yeah. Celtics, pushing the game seven by himself. So we still have those levels of teams. It's just been a couple unlucky circumstances that didn't happen in previous eras. But also, if you want to see a team of sustained excellence, this Nuggets team is going to be the best chance we're going to see in a long time. They better they get have it an done. MVP young in the middle of his prime. Their second star star is twenty six. The rest of their players are all below 30. Every substantive player that matters besides KCP is under 30 and under contract control for multiple years. They're going to lose Bruce Brown, but other than that, their nucleus is going to stay intact. And it's a team that all likes each other, no chemistry issues, a front office that's patient. I think this team is primed to have sustained excellence for the next few years. It feels like the start of the Warriors dynasty in that way. Wow. That's 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 big. I, I don't Not know. to say they're going to do that, yeah. but just in terms of they have the best player in the world with the perfect team around him of level of stars and role players, mm-hmm. and they're young and are going to be this same nucleus for four or five years, they're set up to be able to do that if things break right. The stability is 110% there, and that's yep. more so like the biggest thing. Now, of course, the only thing that could stop that is injuries, and no one can control that, like we said earlier. Um, but, yeah, outside of them, like I can't imagine anyone else like having the potential to do something like this anytime soon yeah you know mm-hmm. it's all it's the just getting old man yeah exactly but aside of that like no worries 2024 2025 trey young will do that for you for the <laughs> okay <laughs> okay, okay. we're gonna start that generational run nah, man hop in the top you you hear you you see the trey young news he's so cringy i hate that he said that he just put a big ass <laughs> target on his back oh i nah, mean man, listen, no news, no he did it <laughs> nobody was taking him seriously there's no target on trey young's back <laughs> I, Someone, I saw a tweet that said, I'm taking this as a trade request. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and immediately I saw someone put a Lakers jersey over that tweet. <laughs> no, uh, man. You saw the report. The, late, the Pelicans are trying to trade for Scoo Henderson, trying to get the number two or three pick. I love Listen, that. Man, Zion, Zion stays healthy. Him and Scoo Henderson, all I'm saying, that's the best rim-scoring rim duo of all time. I love that. They have all these assets sitting for no reason, and if they were going to do this, hey, it's go. It's time to go ahead and swindle the Charlotte Hornets because it looks like they don't have any real interest in picking up yeah. potentially school Henderson they or whatnot. Will, they will love Brandon Ingram. They're going to love him so much. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be perfect oh, for the absolutely. Mellow Ball. It's going to be great. They're going to love oh, him. The vibes will be immaculate in that locker room. Absolutely. Listen, I they agree. want Brandon Miller. They want Brandon Miller. Just get the good Brandon Miller. The person you want Brandon Miller to become, just go get him. <laughs> exactly, bro. Perfect. <laughs> just, just give Scoot to the Pelicans. I need it personally as a big Zion Williamson fan. Yeah, exactly. The setup is so, so beautiful, bro. They have a boatload of picks, and I don't – like, I think a couple weeks ago – or not a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, where I think Zion was killing it for the Pelicans, and, and they were, what, number one seed in the West, which is crazy to think about, bro. NBA season is over. Wow. And then that big yeah, boy like, hamstring went <laughs> haywire. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It went haywire, and then his life went downward spiral, talking all these. Anyways, regardless of the fact. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm about to make it. My next YouTube video is me about him that I'm putting out next week. That's fire. Zion. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. 
They better go ahead and have him post noties on for you, Isaac, for real, for real. But <laughs> we were talking about what NBA star would make the most sense for someone to put for Zion Williamson. And I think you might as well cash into someone who's ultra young, like Scoot Henderson, because if you don't want to bring in someone like terrible fit, not a terrible fit, but not a great fit, Carl Anthony Towns or a Damian Lillard or anything crazy like that, because there's a timeline and you ha- you'd have to have expectations for Zion Williamson to be ready to go in that moment. And yeah. he hasn't shown or proven that whatsoever. So cashing in on someone like yeah. Scoot would be amazing. Or any it also makes them not reliant on Zion anymore. Like that, if his injury luck doesn't pan out ever, they can be on Scoot's timeline. He's that caliber of player. We yeah. think. Obviously, you never know how pan, how pans out with, with prospects, but it, it gives them an opportunity to, to turn a new leaf if things go haywire with the Zion situation. Shit, them, they might fuck around and trade Zion for Scoot Henderson. Like uh, we that hey, would we saw be that. insane. We saw that, that, would be that would be insane. I wouldn't expect that. I, I think that'd be a little stupid. But mm-hmm. listen, they have more medical information than we do about Zion Williamson, so. It wouldn't be the most surprising thing if it happened. But I think it would be stupid, that's so let's hope they don't do yeah, that. That's a, that's a bad move. Yeah, it would be dumb. Yeah, too soon. That's... But going, going back to the, to the team at hand, where are you guys ranking Jamal Murray at this moment? Jamal Murray. Among point guards. Let's, let's go there. Is he a top 10 point guard? Top 10 point I'm guard? I'm going to say yes without thinking about it. He's yes. a top 10 point okay. guard. Without thinking about it. Is he pushing top five? Mm, man, after that performance... That's tough. Okay. Steph Curry. Luka Doncic. No. Damian no, Lillard. No. John Morant. Conversation. You have to have a conversation. Now that's probably that. still Jaw. Are we kind of. Shea's a point Jaw. guard. We'll say that. Shea's still better. That's five. Who's after Shea? You, you take in Jamal Murray or Trey Young? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, man. Ooh. With the way Jamal Murray is playing defense against. Whatever version of Jimmy Buller that we saw looked like the Stanley Johnson Jimmy Buller version. Regardless of the fact, it was pretty damn good. Personally, I'm still taking Trey Young. We had these exact same conversations two years ago back in the bubble. And that wasn't holding any weight whatsoever. So I'm still taking Trey Young over him. Personally. Okay, we'll give it to Trey Young. That's six. All right. Tyrese. Is, uh, Kyrie. I'm, get, I'm giving it to Jamal, I think. Oh, wait, am oh, I giving Kyrie? it to Jamal? Okay, we're not talking who you're the build around. Kyrie's a nutcase. We don't want to build around Kyrie. But in terms of being a good player, Kyrie's probably still better. I think Ky- Kyrie I think- Kyrie has gotten himself into a situation where he's a little bit underrated now. Um, like, yeah, I, I it think, depends who you're talking to. He's also still overrated by some people. The I, I'm still taking Kyrie. Yeah, he, Kyrie's still, he's the seventh okay. best point guard in the league. Kyrie's still at least number seven. He's, probably, he's still better than Trey Young, too. He's number six. Like you said, seven point guards. Halliburton? Oh, that's a tough one. I think... I th- Ty- Ooh, man. that's hard as fuck. Tyrese versus yeah. Jamal? That's hard. Listen, we have to change topics because it's going to sound like we're disrespecting Jamal the day after he won the finals. Yeah. <laughs> the, the more we keep going, we're going to mess around and get out of, Just like you, get out of 10. Ooh, no, but he's nice. top 10, though. Darren what? Fox? Ah, oh, that's hard. Darren was just snapping, bro. I might have That's to hard. take Jamal Murray out of respect for what he did. I think it's a respect factor for me. I'm taking okay. him over. Darius Fox. Garland? Yes. Guys, m- God, next segment. Darius is hard, next bro. Segment. Damn. <laughs> We're disrespecting Jamal. This si- <laughs> It took a turn. Gar- uh, Brunson? I think I'll take Jamal. Man. I think I'll take Jamal okay. over Brunson. Drew Holiday? I'll Jamal. take Jamal. 
Okay. So at worst, he's like eighth. At best, he's like seventh or sixth. So that, that's cool. I don't, I don't think I'm forgetting anybody else that we need to bring up in this conversation. Like, yeah, uh, not, not, not relevant right now. I don't think anyone else is relevant. Yeah, Chris Paul fell off. Uh, we cut we in James Harden as a point guard? Yeah, but... Jamal Murray or James Harden? In the playoffs, give me Jamal Murray, one of the biggest fucking playoff riders versus one of the <laughs> someone like James Harden. I'm good on that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Give me, give me, give me. That's Jamal. difficult because still James Harden, but like that's no. Yeah, but you you've seen his movies. You know what he's about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so more of the story. Jamal Murray is a top ten point guard. Yes, despite not being an all star, which is crazy. But not not top five yet. We'll see if he keeps making leaps. But top ten point guard, man. That's from someone who thought his leg was going to fall off last year and thought he was going to be <laughs> traded because he's damaged goods. So dramatic. Top 10 point guard's pretty cool. <laughs> nah, that's solid for him. Shout out Jamal. Shout out Jamal. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, Let's congratulations move on, to... on his first All-Star next year. That's going to happen. Oh, yeah. That, that's on the way. Yeah. Just because the NBA Finals is over doesn't mean that you have to stop using underdog fantasy. There's sports going on every single day all throughout the summer that you can make entries on. And you can make them on the app or you can make them online because underdog fantasy is the best and easiest way to play fantasy sports online. And if you sign up today using promo code TD3, underdog will double your first deposit up to $100, which is free money to make more entries all throughout the summer right before NBA season tips back off again. So sign up today using promo code TD3 and get in on the action with underdog fantasy. Let's move on to something else. Let's rank the Nuggets among the last 10 championship teams. And we didn't do any prep for this. We're not like doing what you used to do for rankings where we go into it and uh, have our own list. We're going to do a group list as we go. So these are the last 10 champions. You guys see them all on the right side of your screen right now. Number one off top, 2017 Warriors, right? Yes. Yeah, easily. They got put it. 2017 number one. Whatever. 18 number two? Yeah. Okay, Ooh. so Warriors are off top number two, one and two. Oh, okay, they have KD. After that, then this is where things get open. Are we going 2013 Heat, 2014 Spurs? I'm taking the 2014 Spurs. You think they're better than the, than the 13 Heat whenever D. Wade was still really good? Yes, yes. That, that 2014 Spurs team had absolutely everything. And yeah. listen, the 2013 Spurs were a free throw away. From, be- yeah. from beating the, the 2013. Okay. That's okay. true. Yeah. Yeah, so we're still not at the point, though, where the Nuggets can get in these conversations quite yet. Like, we're taking the Spurs pretty easily, right? Yeah, yes. I think that's fair. Yeah. But So, I'm, I'm taking the Spurs because of, like, what they did. But if they played each other, I think it'd be closer than we think. Because that's, that's that'd be a sick series. Like, that'd they match up really well with each that, other. That's a, that's that'd a be a dope series. from hell, man. Seven. The Spurs would win. The Spurs would win, but, like, <laughs> that'd be sick. That'd be a great basketball yeah. series. Yeah. Okay, so Spurs number three. Heat after number four that. is difficult. We have the Heat as an option. Twenty sixteen Cavs are really good. The I, I think, think I'm t- I think I'm taking mm-hmm. the twenty thirteen Heat over the twenty sixteen yeah. Cavs. The twenty thirteen Heat are hard to rank. Like it's hard to look back at them because they LeBron is peak of his powers. The way their talent was so crazy, and they were a great team, better than some people remember them for, but. Also, probably not quite as good as you would think, given the fact that it's LeBron. But that's also the that's mm. also the team that had the twenty seven game win streak. That was also yeah. that was also the True. year that's also the year that Bosch starts extending his range out, right? So you so you get into a situation where they can play kind of in the modern NBA. You have that stretch five. They can match up with a lot of people in this uh, in this league. They had shooters. That was the one with Ray Allen, 
on the team. So I think mm-hmm. that that's why I like the 2013 Heat a lot. So I think I, I, think I would the take them. I would list. take them over over this year's Nuggets. Let's put the 2013. Oh yeah, yeah, there. yeah. We're yeah, we're still at the point where the Nuggets firmly aren't in here yet. But listen, the Nuggets coming pretty close. Okay, I'm 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 cool with the Heat at four. Who's next? Five is now where any team could be in five. Yeah. Because the, the the 15 There's Warriors a, weren't yeah. overpowering yet. 16 Cavs are really good. Have a great uh, chip on their resume with that crazy comeback against the best regular season team ever. Are we sure they're better than the, this year's Nuggets? That's also that's also like prime LeBron. Yeah. So that's, mm. <laughs> prime, that's, prime, that's Le, like prime LeBron. Prime list. LeBron is a cheat code that is like second to none. So I'm I'm yeah. giving the Cavs the nod. Okay, who else is in the conversation right here besides the Cavs? Are the fifteen? I mean, the fifteen Warriors are going back and forth. With them are they in the competition? Damn, this is that's, so that's where. Okay, so that's where my line is between mm-hmm. this year's Nuggets and everybody else. It, it would be between them and the Baby Warriors. And so you have you firmly have the Cavs at five. Yes. What about you, Mo? Are you are you rocking with that? I don't know if I have the Cavs at five. Who would you have there? I, I'm starting to think maybe I'm starting to think if we should have the Nuggets there, but I can't afford that. This is like prime LeBron. <laughs> yeah. And so and like the thing is that team was bad defensively, not bad, but not up to par defensively with most championship level teams until yeah. the finals when they strapped it up and locked in. So clearly they had that gear they could go to. And it's, we're not talking about who would win in a series either. It's like, you know, just who's the best in their respective year. So we probably got go to go Cavs here. Say, I have to say the Cavs for sure. Okay. Cavs I want to put. I want to put the Nuggets higher though, but I just can't. I can't be serious. Okay. Okay. So now number six, Donovan has Warriors and Nuggets in the conversation now. I think we could all agree that though both those teams are vying for this spot. Do any of the other teams have a case? Do the Raptors have a case? The twenty twenty Lakers have a case here. Mm. I think I think that the, the, the twenty twenty Lakers have one of the most dominant defenses that we've seen over the last ten years. They had that. They had so, that. Cra- they had the crazy stat where if they were up going into the fourth quarter, they were fifty-seven to zero. Like they did not lose. Holy shit! Yeah. They 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 did not yeah. lose with the lead after three quarters. They were that dominant. And LeBron still pretty much peak LeBron. AD had and a that jumper. Year, AD that yeah. year, AD and LeBron were legitimately the two best players in the NBA for that run in the bubble. So yeah. AD was the best defensive player in the league an unstoppable rim scorer, and did not miss a jump shot from the mid-range, and he had a respectable three. So that's where we're at. Yeah. So, so we're at 2020 Lakers, Baby Warriors, and then this year's Nuggets. I'm taking the Lakers over the Warriors. Okay. For sure. I don't... I think that's fair. I, it feels disrespectful to the Warriors because they're the Warriors still, but I'm going to disrespect them a little bit. Okay. Do we think that Lakers team is better than the Nuggets team? I would, what would, I would. What would be the argument for the Nuggets? What would be the argument for the Nuggets? Yeah, like being the better finals team. I think the the argument for them would be. Oh, man, they both had the best player in the world at that given point. LeBron was still the best player in the world. Jokic is now. AD is a bigger swing factor than Jamal Murray. Exactly. The rest of the, the rest of the team is pretty deep on both sides. Nuggets have better coaching, I guess. Huh, this is a hard one. The, yeah, this is super hard. I, I, 
I'm thinking, oh man, this is hard to think about, especially when you're not matching. I each guess other the shooting. Just talking about the respective years. So I the guess, shooting. Yeah, I guess the shooting for for Denver would be would be the the differentiating differentiating. Wow, that would be the the yeah, differentiating factor. Thank you. That would that would be the thing. But the, but defense wins championships, defense man. So like elite, yeah. the Lakers, that the Lakers weren't a great offensive team. They were an amazing defense with the two best players in the world, so their offense would go through that. Also, the, the Lakers did beat the Nuggets that year, so that is something. Yeah. It wasn't the same team, but now that I think about it, I have the Lakers over this year's Nuggets. I just think, even like Mo was saying, even though that they swept the Lakers this year, it was it was still like there were a couple games that could have went either way. And it's a better, healthy LeBron. It's the best version of Anthony Davis. And they also had... And also, like, if we're doing this on, on 2K, are, like, they both have KCP. So, KC, the, <laughs> the KCPs cancel each other out. Then you have, like, Kuz versus Aaron Gordon. Danny Green was still good. Caruso. Yeah. Then let's R- Rondo. Talk about, let's Listen, talk Caruso, Caruso would have been giving Jamal yeah, Murray a, a couple fits. Yeah, yeah exactly. and Rondo, I'm mean, not Rondo. Uh, Rondo was a thing, but like, like Mo said, Dwight and Javale were like solid. That's a huge I mean, factor in my mind. I mean, listen, De- we can go like De- De- I, I wish Jordan got minutes yesterday. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> he looked kind of serviceable. I, I'm cool with going Lakers. Yeah. Okay, let's go Lakers at six. Let's give let's give the Braun credit. I think that's kind of like the deciding factor. Yeah. We so give the Cavs the Braun credit. Yeah. Okay, so Lakers are at six. So seven. Nuggets? 2015 Warriors or 2023 Nuggets? Give me the Nuggets. I'll take the Nuggets. For sure. Man. That was a great Warriors, Warriors team. Great. But they're uh, I feel like they they don't they don't the have start. they don't have an interior presence to keep up with Jokic. And although listen, although that's like But they're not playing each other. That's not the game. No, but yeah. I'm, I'm I'm saying like if we're doing like a a five on five matchup. That's that's where my mind goes when I'm starting to talk about like comparing, comparing the two. But like the Warriors defense was was great, but at the same time, I, I think this Nuggets team is just I'm like thinking about this when it comes to like the level of domination and how good you were for that time being. The Warriors are really damn good, but they weren't. I don't want to say mean, they were groundbreaking, or. I mean, it's they they, they, they okay. did kind of walk to the finals. Like, it's not like they had a hard. Like, okay, they 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 were down two one to the Grizzlies, but after that, like, they got rid of the Rockets in five games in the conference finals. And yeah, they're incredible. They they won sixty seven games in the regular season. So there's there's yeah. that. I feel disrespectful by saying that sixty seven to sixty. Yeah, I, but I think Jokic is Jokic is the deciding factor. That version of Steph Curry wasn't the go to score he became later in his career. Whether it be because of the system, because he added weight and just more mature, the the narrative around Curry in the playoffs is always stupid with like him choking or whatever. But there was something to it. He was more schemable back then, and we're seeing peak his powers, Jokic, who there's no answers for. So I think that might be the deciding factor. The same way we gave the LeBron credit for the previous matchups, I think we give the Jokic credit here. Okay, exactly. Fair. I think this is yeah. That's that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah, honestly, we're gonna get cooked for putting the Lakers above the Nuggets. So like, let's get Nuggets <laughs> this spot here. It is what it is. Yeah. Okay, so Nuggets at seven. So eight, eight. We go twenty fifteen Warriors. Yes. Okay. So now we have nine and ten. Wait, is there eleven teams here? No. 
Yes. Yes, because you... Oh, wait, no, 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 no. We're good, we're good, we're good. Wait, no. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's 11 teams here. All right, guys, we're ranking the top 11 teams in the <laughs> NBA Finals. Dude, I can't count. Uh, it's, all, it's all good. After that, after that, here's how it goes. Okay, so... The Raptors should be there. Let's go, let's go one by one. Let's go one by one. The <laughs> Raptors should be next. Let's not rush it. Okay. So, for people to know, we have Raptors, Bucks, and Warriors left. Donovan, do you think Raptors for sure win? Wait, wait. Oh, the 2022 Warriors. Yeah, okay. I, I, yeah, see, yeah. I see what we're saying. Um, yeah. Yes, they do. Okay, Raptors. Mo, where are you leaning from these three? I'm definitely putting the Raptors there. Okay. Right next. Well, I'm sure. not, either way, I'm not voted, but I think it's the Raptors as well. Yeah. What 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 puts you? I, I it's obvious why you put them over the Warriors. Warriors are a little over the over the the end. It's the end of their dynasty, so it's easy to say why they're not peak of their powers. Why Raptors over Bucks? They knocked. Listen, wow. they obviously it wasn't yeah. the it wasn't the same team in 2019. Drew Holiday, but it's yeah. peak. That's peak Kawhi, and when Kawhi is at his best, Kawhi is one of what the three best, five best players in the world. And I, yeah, they also had the versatility to, to, uh, to match up with, with the Bucks, and the names are just crazy. They, it's, it's Mark Gasol's Pascal Siakam, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Lowry actually showed up in the playoffs that year. This was the last time we saw a, ser- a serviceable Serge Ibaka. Yeah, that 2019 was still really? in his emphasis phases, but he also, was still pretty damn good. Nick Nurse, threw out, Vliet, Nick Nurse Powell, threw out a boxing like, one in the finals. He would have outcoached Bud. <laughs> oh, easily. Yeah. And that's Fred Van Vliet had the baby strength, too, remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, Okay, I it's the Raptors. It's the Raptors. Yeah. So now the last two spots, 10 and 11, Bucks versus Warriors. This is hard. Who's more trash? <laughs> I'm going to put the is, Bucks and then the Warriors, personally. Yeah, because I just said that if the Bucks would have stayed healthy, they would have won the finals. So clearly, I think the Bucks were better than the Warriors. Yeah. I'm going to switch it. Clay Thompson was not that good in that finals. Yeah. In the finals at all. Andrew Wiggins was the second best player. And I'm looking at that compared to the Milwaukee Middleton Bucks. was a beast. Middleton yeah. was good before the injuries. Yeah, exactly. I, I just think the Bucks outclassed him. And also, Giannis was low-key, like, noticeably more athletic from 2021 to where he is now two years later. Like, he was a fucking force, man. Mm-hmm. Both sides of the ball. The defensive impact of Draymond plus one of the best rim scorers you've ever seen. Like, that's Drew Holiday's your first year there. That's That's true. But the Warriors' defense last year and their ability to to protect the rim and rebound even though they really had nobody outside of Draymond to to defend that's still that's still amazing I think that they just had 2022 was very reminiscent of 2015 in that it was a real like strength in numbers type of win and we talk about the 15 version of Steph and that that guy not being able to just go and get a bucket and he wasn't as seasoned as he was last year Steph Curry is driving to the basket Whenever he wanted, he's pulling up, he's telling people to ring me in the third quarter. He was different last year. So I'm yeah. going to ride with Steph over Giannis. Okay, well, two, two-thirds two outvoted. Bucks yeah. go 10. Warriors are a great team, but they're 11. Y'all suck. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, this is a great list. This, this was so tough, stand. bro. My head is like slowly churning thinking through all these things, dude. 
Yeah. I feel I feel confident we got everything right. The only thing is Nuggets versus 2020 Lakers. That's the hardest part, I think. Yeah. Where if, if somebody yells at us for saying the Nuggets are worse, I, I understand. I kind of feel like the Nuggets deserve that. But I, I we can't go wrong with the Lakers, right? It's the LeBron team. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. I, I, I'm not losing too much sleep over that one because it's so it's so flip-flop i think it was i don't know the last thing even though the like the the whole buck the whole bubble thing happened the lasting image that i have of the lakers that year was beating beating the bucks on a friday night and and then beating the clippers on a sunday and it was very clear like okay the like the lakers are here and they're they're probably gonna win the chip and like that's that's just what it is they were just that dominant yeah i'm cool with it this is a good top 10 you guys know what time it is Tell me. It's TikTok time. It's TikTok time. Let's get into it. Let's get, <laughs> into, it. Just, Let's get we, into it. Yeah, we we the street pharmacists. We feed in these fiends over here. <laughs> <laughs> these people and these guys are these TikTok teens are not gonna know what the fuck that means. <laughs> don't explain it to them either. Don't explain it to them either. <laughs> uh, All right, man. Man, it's As always, we're gonna start with the draft. Rapper. He's a street pharmacist. That's crazy. <laughs> As always, we're gonna start with the draft. This time is going to be a little different. The goal is not going to be to see who could draft the best NBA lineups. The goal will be to see who could draft the most average NBA lineups. <laughs> We're not drafting bad players. We're not drafting great players. It's strictly average players. Whole lot of mid. Whole lot of mid. <laughs> so let's draft the most average NBA lineups possible. Mo, you got first pick. I got oh, second pick. Donovan's third. Nice. This is quite literally my bag. First pick. <laughs> He's just drafting the Hawks. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> First pick. Give me Dylan Brooks. Okay. He's an amazing. He's an amazing mid player, bro. He's not moving the needle whatsoever. He does some valuable things, but then he also does a lot of things that make you wanna <laughs> that, that will cause your team to lose. Give me Dylan. Yeah. For every good thing he does, he does one brain dead thing that just makes you roll your eyes. Yeah. Second pick, give me Aaron Holiday. Ah, that's a cut. The okay. most, the most fine point guard. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a great that's a great pick. I like that. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm I'm shocked. When I think of average, I think of this guy right here. Give me Harrison Barnes as my first pick. Wow. Harrison Barnes is the definition of average. Okay. Wow. I take Harrison Barnes with my first pick, and then. Give me, <laughs> give me THT with my second pick. <laughs> Damn, I ain't gonna. You still one of my picks. That's that's cold blooded right there. Give me THT. You want to talk about the definition of average? Give me one of the biggest draft disappointments in the last few years. Give me Patrick Williams. Mm. He was on my list too, bro. I'm done for. <laughs> Damn. That man is so okay at everything. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's not bad whatsoever. He's nice at shooting threes, but he only shoot like one a game. <laughs> Nice-ish, I guess. <laughs> uh, all right. Speaking of the Hawks, give me DeAndre Hunter. Y'all, y'all told me that he was <laughs> the next off, Kawhi Leonard. He's off my list. I don't list. see none of that. <laughs> <laughs> he's off my list. And then at my center position, give me Yusuf Nurkic. I am sick of seeing <laughs> that man play basketball, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he still on the Blazers? Alright, I'll do you one better. Give me Isaac Okoro. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's a great pick. 
I got the most mid-wing duo ever. <laughs> All right. We're going to fill out my backcourt here. This man be running around tricking a lot of people. Give me Patrick Ooh. Beverly. <laughs> Ooh. Tricking a lot of good people defender. I think he's a good enough defender to be a little above average, no, but I'll let no. you have it. He tricks people. He tricks people. Okay? <laughs> so <laughs> give, me, give me Patrick Beverly right now. And then when the fourth quarter comes around, make sure Nicholas Batum is in my lineup. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Batum. Oh, my God, bro. That's great. Give me Batum. That's a W draft. That's a W pick. I'm going to take, take the most average shooting guard in the league. He's out of the rotation for his team. Evan Fournier. Damn. That's some good Damn. money right there. That yeah. is some great. Yeah, that's some great mid. A little French some magic in my lineup. <laughs> that is some great mid. All right, so I got Yusuf Nurkic, <laughs> DeAndre Hunter, Dylan Brooks. So I need to fill up my guard spots. For my point guard, I love this feisty point guard. Give me TJ McConnell. He is, <laughs> he is like so blah. And whenever you see him on the court, he's either like, Damn, I didn't know he had that in his bag. Or it's like, damn, why is he on the court? <laughs> <laughs> and then at my two, I need someone who's real mid. Give me. I need someone from the Wizards, dog. <laughs> 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 I need someone on the Wizards. Who's a who is that dude on the Wizards that you were Corey, raving about a couple episodes ago? Not like way earlier. In the oh, season. Goodwin? Is yeah, no, Goodwin? it was him. It was him. 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 I don't even know his name. Him. <laughs> I can't remember his first name. Yeah. Is it Marcus? Marcus Goodwin? I don't know, bro. I, I can't remember. I cannot remember. <laughs> let me let me go ahead and check that real quick. Just to make sure. Oh my god. That's like, look at look at the wizard roster. That's yeah, so I'm funny. Gonna, I'm look at the wizard's roster. Yeah. Um, him. <laughs> also, yeah, Jordan Goodwin. There we go. That's hilarious. There we go. All right, guys. Pack it up. I just won the draft. JaVale McGee. That hurt my heart. That hurt my heart. <laughs> he's, that hurt my heart. He, he's trash. He's trash. He's not He's trash. <laughs> he's trash. Come on now. No, 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 no. Don't do him like that. You fumbled. Don't do him like that. Listen, I need a center, right? Give me Bismack Biombo as, <laughs> as, as my center. He's a good pick. Zero net rating team. I like it. He's <laughs> 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 not moving the needle at all. <laughs> so I have... Aaron Holiday, Evan Fournier, Isaac Okoro, Patrick Williams, and JaVale McGee. Cool. I had TJ McConnell, Jordan Goodwin, Dylan Brooks, DeAndre Hunter, and Yusuf Nurkic. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's that's a Wemby quality right there, bro. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, who who had the most mid-team? <laughs> we'll, we'll let the comments just, decide. Yeah, yeah let stop. you guys decide. <laughs> uh, Next thing we're going to do, as always, a tier list. This time, in the spirit of the draft being next week, we're going to do a tier list of number one draft picks. So, Let's get into we'll be it. ranking how they, ter- how they turned out, how good the pick was, you know, you know the fucking vibes. So, let's put these number one draft, uh, let's put these number one NBA draft picks, I can't talk, let's put these number one NBA draft picks into a tier list. First off, Kyrie Irving. S tier. As he he has to be in a he ah. won a championship with the team that yeah. drafted him. You True. you can't say that I for a lot of number one I kind of want to go A tier. I want to reserve S tier for like players that became one of the best players alive. Exactly. I feel like you put Damian Lillard in those same shoes, and he just played with LeBron James. Like you know, what I'm saying like he did what he was supposed to do. He didn't do anything 
monumental for the Cavs. Well, he did do okay. Let me not let me take that back. He could have been Kwame Brown. He could have done that. He could have done that. That's why he's A tier, but that he is, wasn't a LeBron pick. He wasn't like the best player in the world. So I, I want to save S tier. Yeah, A tier for Kyrie. I think that's fair. Let's reserve the S tier. I think you have to be a top like five that. player at some point to be S tier. Yeah. All right, let's fair. keep going. He, was, he definitely ben gave Simmons. top five vibes, though. No, he did not. Ben Simmons. <laughs> D. D tier. Ah, this was tough. He should. He did. He was a multiple time all star for the team that drafted him. Yeah. Yes, but then he cost him a playoff series by not dunking the ball over Trey Young, and then no, it's it's the way yeah, he, he went out. They had to trade him within the first five years. So I think this is a C, yeah. to be honest. I was I was thinking C too. He made his accomplishments very short, and when he came out running throughout the first few years of his career, he was that guy. But he played three C's years with them. He played more than three. Was it was it really just three? Because he missed his first year. And then he didn't play the last one with them. Okay. I just feel like if you become an all-star, you got to be at least C. But yeah. if you get traded within five years, you can't be above C. The way everything went down was just so destructive and so messy. Yeah, you're right. It has to be D. Like, there's no way that this could but be. But he got them James Harden. That's the best thing he's done for them. Like, it's. No. No. C tier. C tier because he was a positive trade asset. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Alright next one Anthony Edwards Uh This B? is too I feel like this is too B early team? But B Like he's I was thinking A I was thinking this year In the playoffs He kind of proved That he's going to be On the star trajectory So I feel comfortable with A I think I'll, I'll definitely feel comfortable With A Now and also long term For sure He just hasn't It just hasn't been there yet Like Like he's yeah, he's, he's shown He hasn't disappointed He's shown it But like I putting him it's kind of it's the same logic that you guys have with LeBron and Kyrie. I don't think that he has done enough to be on the same level as Kyrie in the tier list. So I okay. so I'll put him at, at B. But okay, what he's B. been given so far, I think he's done enough. Okay, we can go B, but soon to be A. I think we all know he's gonna hit that level. Sure. Cool. Zion Williamson. C tier. C It's an awkward one. Yeah, C. Uh, you could say B because when he's healthy, he has been truly incredible, and he's just not healthy. There's still hope he's going to become, he's going to stay healthy eventually, but he just hasn't played enough games. It's like, bro, what have you done for my team other than give us revenue from selling out tickets and also putting <laughs> giving us more clout? You they're, know? Not, like, they're not even it. doing that. They don't even have clout. They're still the Pelicans. Like, well, I remember like he did. He did give them clout because as soon as the Pelicans got the number one overall pick, they sold out season tickets immediately right after he got drafted so or not right and after they, he got, really, they found out they had the number one pick so and he didn't play that year so they ended up getting rid of a lot of those tickets nobody came that's true yeah see hey man c's fine for now i still I, I have faith he'll get healthy eventually and prove that he's like a or s tier but for now we gotta go see yeah for sure anthony davis is this a s Worthy or what? I guess S tier. He was a top five player. Gotta be S tier. I guess right? S tier. He's won a championship. He's yeah, like, he lived, lived up to what he's supposed to do and more. Like he was legitimately a top five guy. S tier. Yeah, definitely. There's S tier. I feel like a lot of people will disagree because they still don't feel like he should have been at the peak or he has been at the peak of his powers. But S tier for people sure. People are haters. I don't care. <laughs> DeAndre Ayton. Oh, man. This is like a D, man. What? It, it depends. They're, they're about to 
He's about to be out of Phoenix. Um, and it's like it's hard to hold, it's hard to not hold the fact he could have been Luca against him. Yeah. No, I like, actually, actually don't Luka, hold that again. He coming in, Aiton was the seven foot prospect who had all the offensive tools. He was he was very solid defensive. Like he looked like he was going to be. If you have the chance to get an all around seven footer, you just have to take that over everybody else. Like I, I'm not holding that against yeah. him. What I am holding against him is the fact that he has been rescinded into a role that is like we can get anybody off the street. Obviously not anybody, but we can get anybody off the street to go do what you do. You're out here fighting with the coach. You're fighting with CP3. Your effort looks questionable on a lot of plays. It looks like we're going to move on. They didn't They didn't even want to give him the contract last year. They gave him the contract just so that they had the ability to trade him later on. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to be D, right? He's not, he's not even an all-star. Like, he's got to be D. Yeah, he's whack. Yeah. He's not F because F is like Anthony Bennett and shit, but he can't be higher than D. Yeah, D is very fair. You like Jock Longdale still steal your minutes, bro? <laughs> Get out of here. You're, you're not <laughs> touching A, B, or C. <laughs> yeah. You're lucky you're touching D, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Pause. Whoa. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next TikTok. <laughs> next up, we're going to do another draft of sorts. We're going to do what we did a few weeks ago. For a couple, We did a couple of them. And we're going to do draft building a player instead of building a team. I need this time we're gonna build, we're gonna build the ideal small forward, with only current players, and the categories are gonna be body, shooting, defense, passing, and finishing. And I think last time I, I had second pick last time, Mo had first pick, so I think it's me, Donovan, Mo as a draft order. Okay. Okay. Sound good. How yep. many categories are there again? Four or five? Five. Five. Body, body shooting, shooting, passing, finishing, and defense. D. Cool. Cool. So, let's draft the perfect NBA small forwards. First pick, give me LeBron James's passing. Nice. We love that. There's no close second. There's not. There's not. Um, give me, give me Kawhi Leonard's defense. It's a great pick. <laughs> nice. I like that. We're only doing okay. current players, but I'll assume he's in his prime just to give it to you. Okay. Nice. <laughs> We're here. <laughs> Give me Kevin Durant's shooting. Yeah, can't go wrong there. And then there's a, there's a lot of good shooters though. I'm I'm cool off that. And then we're wrapping around, right? Yep. Cool. And then go ahead and give me. Oh, I got Kevin Durant shooting. Ah, all right. Who's pause? Whose body do I want? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> give me. Give me Mikhail Bridges' body. He has a unique build. Why would you want what? Oh, okay. no. I said body. It's a terrible pick. I meant to say D. Damn. You'd rather have Mikhail Bridges' D? Yeah. Okay. Give me give me his defense. Give me his defense. No, it's too late. You already picked his body. No, defense. You can't you do have, it like that. No. <laughs> nah, you can't nah. do me like that. No, you, you picked the body. Like, that's, you said that's it. That's what like, you have. Oh, my goodness. I meant to say D. You sold. Sorry, Whatever. you can't have the Mikhail D. You sold. You sold. Okay. Um, let's see. When we get to... This is tough. This is tough. When we get to body... Give me Scotty Barnes' body. Okay. Okay. I don't know. That's a, that's a good pick. Got that length. Yeah. All right. My turn. 
Damn, you picked Bridges. I wanted his defense, but you stupidly picked his fucking body. <laughs> At least I got him off the board. Give me Aaron Gordon's finishing. Aaron Gordon? Yep, dunk champion. Isn't he a four, though? Do you want to count him as a four? I mean, I think that's... I think he's primarily known as that. Yeah, he did have his years in Orlando when he was a three. Should I pick somebody else? I think that's fine, whatever. No, you got it, you got it. Yeah. Okay. And then... Okay, you guys... And then give me OG and Anobi's defense. Cool. Okay, okay. Give me Chris Middleton shooting. That's a good pick. You got the mid-range bag, too? Nice. Was, t- was Tatum thing. off the board at all? Don't tell him. Not yet. Is Eric <laughs> Gordon a force? Should we let me have... Are the comments going to roast us for that? Should we not let me have I Aaron Gordon? I think they might roast you for that, but you can't go back and steal my pick. Give me Jason Tatum body. Uh, I don't want Jason Tatum. Should I pick somebody else who has Aaron Gordon just because he's... He's there starting four. He sure. is. All right, yeah. You That's what I'm saying. It's too fresh. There. Okay. I mean, I'll go back. I'll pick somebody else. Um, do I want? Give me Demar Derozan's finishing. That's a great pick. That's a great. Not pick. the most athletic, but he's really strong around the rim. That's a great pick. And then okay, okay so you got Tatum's what? So I got Jason Tatum's body, and then give me. Have, oh, oh so say it again because I just talked over you when you said it the first time. Yeah, give me Jason Tatum's body. I recovered okay. my bag. I feel like there's a lot of six, seven dudes out there. Like, whatever. And then Jimmy Butler's passing. Ooh, okay. That, that's yeah. a good one. There's not a lot of good passes out there. I like that. Okay, we're we're counting we're counting him as a as a forward. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, he's been a three for a long time. All right. This is tough. I need some passing. And I have no idea where to go, but this is this is gonna be one of the mo picks where it's like, hey, like whatever, whatever, whatever <laughs> what happens, the fuck happens. Does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Give me, <laughs> give me Paul George passing. Okay, okay. it's one of the best you can do. Yeah. Bleah. Okay. So I need shooting and body. Give me Michael Porter Jr. shooting. That is elite. That's good. You're not passing the ball whatsoever. I That's love that. <laughs> I got LeBron's passing. That's all I'm saying. That's good. I think the MPJ shooting and instincts are supreme than LeBron's <laughs> passing instincts. <laughs> Listen, if I got MPJ's brain, I'm fucked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Would y'all mind for body? Though. Oh, wait. Wait, go ahead. For body, underrated Jonathan Kaminga. Underrated athleticism. All right. That's That's good. cool. That's cool. That's great. That's cool. I like that pick. Can I make a trade within my own draft? No. What does that mean? No. Can I switch two of my players' attributes? No. No. <laughs> no changes. How dirty y'all been doing me? No. I, I tried just, to do that with Mikael Bridges. All I was doing was asking a question. That's all I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Then, then we're good. Oh, is that it? Oh, wait. Oh, no, wait. Do I still have finishing to do? I don't think I have. I don't have. No, you guys D. both have one pick left. You have a pick left. Oh, wow. I am I am tripping. Okay. I don't think I have D. And I don't, do I have finishing? I don't think I have finishing. Okay. You. Listen. You guys only have one pick left. Okay. I, ha- I, have, I have mine. I forgot. And hear me out. Considering that we're talking about, like, their peak and their prime. Give me Rudy Gay's finishing. 
This is so. This is a deep cut. <laughs> it is okay. I'm just listen. Rudy Gay used to do some things. Okay, okay. He, you're, gonna, you're gonna have him. Whatever that means. <laughs> it means you used to get bodies, Mo. <laughs> All right. Whatever that means. Keep that to yourself. Give me Andrew Wiggins' defense. Oh, those highlight tapes are okay. classic. All right. All right. So, so I have. Yeah. I have I sold. LeBron's passing, Michael Porter Jr. shooting, OG Ananobi defense, DeMar DeRozan finishing, and Jonathan Kaminga's body. Yeah, I sold. All right, so here we go. <laughs> here we go. I got, I got Scotty Barnes' body, Chris Middleton shooting, Kawhi Leonard defense, Paul George passing, and Rudy Gay finishing. Oh, man, your team sucks. Your player's ass. Your player's <laughs> it's honestly not. It's honestly not. Your uh, players is Paul George. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it's cool. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm okay. All right. So I got I forgot one. I got I forgot who I selected for finishing. But forget out later. I got Jimmy Butler passing, KD shooting, Andrew Wiggins defense, Macau Bridges body, and then blank finishing. Did I ever pick someone for? I genuinely don't remember. Yeah, you picked Jason Tatum's finishing. No, you no. picked Jason Tatum's body. No, I picked Macau oh, Bridges' said, body. You said Jason Tatum's body by accident. Say Jason Tatum finishing, and I'll edit it in there. There we go, yeah. Jason Tatum finishing. That is perfect. Say, I'll take Jason Tatum finishing. Give me Jason Tatum finishing. Okay. Yeah, you accidentally said body twice. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There was a mess up. I'm like, I know I picked someone who's nice, but I don't see anyone who's nice <laughs> left in this bitch. What the fuck? And it's funny because Jason Tatum isn't even that good of a finisher. Like it's... Did I? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I remember. No, it's because yeah. you, you thought you had body. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You fucked up. He improved. All right. Next thing we got. We're going to do... Talk about father-son duos in the NBA. Let's get into this it. This will be a fun one. We're going to say which father-son duo is better. This man Donovan <laughs> just texted me Rudy Gay highlights. <laughs> <laughs> Nostalgia. <laughs> this is what we doing? Okay, I'm going to watch that at 2 a.m. There show. you go. <laughs> I'm All right, so I'm, I'm going to have... <laughs> I'm going to have two NBA father-son duos. You guys will tell me which one's better. So, which NBA father-son duo was better? Clay Thompson and Michael Thompson or DeMontis Sabonis and Arvidas? How Ooh. nice was Michael Thompson? That's the real question. I mean, he was a role player on Showtime. He was good. Uh, he's, a, he's a number one overall pick, though. He was number one? Yeah. He, I didn't even know that. He was like that. Yeah, it didn't pan out, but he was number one. Sheesh, they, they have all the bonuses. I'm going to have to go to the Sabonises. They're getting ran off the floor by, by Clay Thompson and his father. It's ugly. Clay Thompson running circles. The, it's Listen, just the right answer. One duo. One duo. We're on two of the greatest dynasties of all time. Two duo. The, the other duo is good assist numbers, I guess. Wow, that was gross. I just, okay. the, I just <laughs> the nastiest <laughs> perp ever. That's disgusting. Please cut that. I'm keeping Yo, that in there. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he feels about the Sabonis twins. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> listen. Oh, bro. Sabonis' daddy, daddy was washed by the time he got to the league. So yeah, that that's the thing. If Sabonis would have came in his prime, I mean, uh, if Arvidas would have came in his prime, it would have been different. But we just never got to see it in the NBA. All right, yeah. Give me the Thompsons. Thompsons. The dynasty. Gary Payton. <laughs> Gary Payton and his son, or Doc Rivers and Austin Rivers. 
<laughs> Gary Payton. Gary Payton would have locked up both <laughs> of them. Cheeks. Yeah. Both Rivers guys are trash. Yeah. Austin Re- Austin the highlight of Austin Re- Austin Rivers career is his high school mixtapes. <laughs> hey man, Doc Rivers is top ten all time in assists. That's all I'm saying. Ooh. He would have been clamped. <laughs> He's getting clamped. Is, yeah, no, nah, that's a movie. Anyone? Shout out to him though. He was nice as a hawk. Yeah, Austin Rivers is. I actually think Austin Rivers is a little bit underrated for what he was doing when he was at the peak of his role player powers. <laughs> Please don't <laughs> ever say that sentence. Again. <laughs> at the don't peak of his role player that. powers. That was disgusting. Way, as you said it, your eyebrows raised. You're like, ooh, oh my God. Uh, this is kind of. I couldn't deep. even say it with a straight face. Yeah. No, I actually powers. like Austin Rivers. But yeah, yeah Gary Payton's better than Doc. GP2 is probably better than Austin. Yeah, I'd rather have GP2, to be honest, on my team. I think Austin's probably the better, definitely the better overall player, but Gary Payne's so good at his, Gary Payne the second so good at his role, it just puts it over time. Yeah. If I had to build a championship team, I'd rather have the gadget player in GP2 than Austin Rivers, who's just solid at everything. Not that great. Yeah, exactly. Gary's, plus they're cooler. <laughs> plus Gary Payne's scary, so we got to pick him. Yeah. <laughs> Doc Rivers does not move me. Yeah. Austin Reeves got a cool podcast with who? I don't even remember. You keep saying Austin Reeves instead of Austin Rivers. I don't know why I keep on saying Reeves, bro. Austin Rivers <laughs> got a cool podcast. Who's he with? Is it The Ringer? Yeah, so yeah, it's with The Ringer. I forget the guy's name. He's cool. Yeah, he works yeah. for The Ringer. All he does is complain on there. <laughs> yeah. Who, Austin? Yeah. 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 About how we hate new school things, bro. Sounds like a boomer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't want podcast smoke, Austin. Don't don't get mad at us. Yeah, Cap. I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Steph and Dale Curry or Luca and Devin Booker. (laughs) (laughs) That's so nasty. Uh, That's so nasty. Considering that Steph likes his father and Devin doesn't like like his father, I think the chemistry with Steph uh, with Steph and Dale is better. (laughs) Yeah, there Devin might Book- be a brawl before, as soon as the game checks up, bro. So I'm definitely going <laughs> Steph and Dell. Yeah, I'm going team dad jokes over daddy issues. <laughs> bar. Uh, That's man. a bar. <laughs> That's a deep cry, yeah. Sorry. That's hilarious. <laughs> Only one of these. <laughs> Come on. Say it. You're about to go crazy. On to the next one. Let me calm down. Yeah. (laughs) Next thing we're gonna do is we're gonna do a couple of videos, keeping up with the theme of the NBA draft next week. And Mo, I think you have the first one for us. We're gonna do another video about which players live up to their NBA draft comps. Yeah, I got hella interesting names. All right, so let's start this off on a serious. Did this player reach? Did this player live up to their draft comp or draft comparison? Did this player live up to their draft comparison? Yeah, there we go. Did this player live up to their NBA draft comparison? Okay, let's go. All right. First up, Emmanuel Moutier to John Wall. Yeah, man. Emmanuel Moutier, honestly, in his prime, passed up John Wall. It's not even close. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Seeing no. Emmanuel Moutier fail in the NBA hurt my soul. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even think people actually thought he was going to be John Wall, though. Like, that wasn't like a serious comp. Like, I don't even want to hold that against him. Yeah, I know. Super sad. Super sad. He has that. He, listen, not, listen, he has that one highlight of him hitting a buzzer beater. So, like, shout out to him. That's cool. <laughs> Next. Oh, Next up, 
John Morant to D Rose slash Steve Francis. I think so for sure. I think people were having these conversations of like, listen, it's D Rose, he's better, but John Morant could be in the same conversation even though he didn't win MVP. So he's not the level of player of D Rose yet, but he 100% is on that path. Definitely I, not. People, unless, I agree. Yeah. As yeah. long as he puts the Glock down. <laughs> yeah, definitely a lot. People were saying John Morant. What last year was better than D Rose in his MVP season, which is crazy to say, but he's definitely right under that same tree, easily. Yeah, it's hard to say John Morant has failed anything besides not being a dumbass. Like on the court, he said everything <laughs> he wanted to do. This man is going in. Uh, I'm crying. This Where is comparison- Ja? <laughs> <laughs> Jail. <laughs> <laughs> That's this comparison. It's hilarious. All right. Bam Adebayo to Sean Kemp, Tristan Thompson, and Dwight Howard. Probably because he just looked like him. Everybody. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Those are very different players. Like, yeah. If you're tall and black, Bam Adebayo, that's you. Like, I don't... Tom, <laughs> tall, black, waves, and earrings, diamond earrings on. Oh, yeah. I have Dwight. no idea. <laughs> I guess... Okay, so we'll go one by one. Sean Kemp. Yeah. I, I was, Sure. Like, he's better than... Like, he, he's probably better than Sean Kemp. Um, what, what was the second? Uh, he's, he's as good. They're both all stars. He's on the same level as Sean Kemp. What was the what was the second one? Tristan Thompson. He's Tristan Thompson. Yeah. He's better than Tristan better Thompson. Than, I'll tell you Tristan that. Thompson. The main thing was he's a beast on the boards and not that great at shot blocking. At least in college. And so. then Dwight Howard was he like? I mean, no. It's I swear to God, I didn't see it. No. I didn't see that whatsoever. It's just because they looked alike. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why that yeah. was there. He's just, he's just a. I mean, he's a similar mold. He's just way less athletic. Has a little bit better of a touch. So like, I see why people said that. But sure, he's some amalgamation of those three guys. I'll give it to him. Yeah, fair. That's a W. All right. DeAndre Hunter to Kawhi Leonard. Please, God, oh, poor. when will we retire these six, seven, six, eight wings who can play defense and sometimes dribble? That is the worst <laughs> thing to happen <laughs> on this green Bro, earth. Poor DeAndre Hunter. They saw him be good at, at an old age, and they were just like, yeah, he's got it. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> Not Obviously, whatsoever. he failed. Um, he's not Kawhi Leonard, but like, again, this it's it's so hard. Everybody just always puts the star label on people. We need to start hyping up mediocrity, right? We need to start <laughs> start start comparing him to just random guys. Facts. Ooh. That man is barely Myers Leonard. <laughs> oh my God, that's crazy, Myers Leonard. Ah, <laughs> oh, that hurt my heart. Anyways, whatever. <laughs> All right. Mediocrity, say less. RJ Barrett to Jimmy <laughs> Butler slash DeMar you're DeRozan. Nasty. You're nasty for that. <laughs> Failed. You're nasty for that. <laughs> I don't appreciate that. <laughs> I'm not participating. Oh, straight punch to the chest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Definitely not what you wanted from a number three pick, but a lot of smart draft people knew that RJ Barrett wasn't what he was hyped up to be at a high school and shouldn't have been picked that high. So he's been what we'd expect, but a lot of mainstream people had these stupid expectations. So fail. Yeah, exactly. Sad stuff. He's still finding his way in the NBA. I think he. We've just all accepted the points where like he's just one of those players who's meh. It ain't wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, he'll find his way to China. <laughs> uh, all right, Trey Young to Steve Nash and Steph Curry. To Steph Curry, Steph obviously Curry. no. Steve Nash to Steve Steph Nash, Curry. no. Yeah. Nah, failed. I see how people say that. That's this is more of a stylistic comparison to Steve exactly. Nash than level of player. Just because he's small, he he does play like Steve Nash in the modern sense. So I see it, but 
the last the last twenty four the the last twelve months. Seth, uh, I can't talk. In the last twelve months, Trey Young's kind of put himself under a spotlight. He's a little suspect right now. Yeah, but overall, aside from the down year, look at him holistically. I think he's more his play style is more comparable to someone like a James Harden in terms of how he likes to get his shots off and how yeah. much how ball dominant he is. So, yeah, he's really nothing was, like Steph Curry. That that com- that comparison is a fat L. Yeah, it's just racism taking that over. Oh, he's light skinned he can shoot far. Oh, that's the next step. <laughs> <laughs> Color, colorism one. Yeah, exactly. Colorism one hundred and one. All right. <laughs> Ooh, this next one is kind of interesting. So when I was looking up Julian, let me not get into this talk. Julius Randle to Terrence Ross, Al Harrington, and Zach Randolph. Okay, sure. so I don't, I don't even I don't even want to talk about that. He tries yes, to be. Sure. He tries to. He tries to be like Zach Randolph. Sometimes he can look like Al Harrington. His <laughs> and most of the times he's just shooting like Terrence Ross. So like yeah, all three. <laughs> all three. W. Uh. That's hilarious. Correct. <laughs> yeah. All right. This one's interesting. Markel Fultz to James Harden and D'Angelo Russell. Poor Fultz, man. Yeah. Listen, he would have got there. He would have been better than those guys, maybe. Or he would have been better than D'Lo, I'll tell you that. But that motorcycle accident destroyed his shoulder. He's never been the same. <laughs> Gotta be a failure. Uh, you saying that like you were on the scene. What do you mean that motorcycle accident? <laughs> I was reporting live on the crime scene. They hid the artifacts. Listen, show us the paperwork, Markel. <laughs> yeah, Markel Falls. He was looking like he was looking like he was right under the NBA draft factory of next All Star guard, not generational or anything like that. But like he's him in terms of playmaking, dicing things up in and outside of the arc. So poor Markel. What could what could have been? Yeah, yeah, exactly. J Cole believed and, in. Uh, yeah, that's all we got. Last one? Okay, cool. Right, bet. I like those. All right, let me send these in. Yo, one more video before we get out of here. Donovan, I believe you were hosting this one. Yeah. We're going to talk about NBA draft night fits, which is going to be funny. All right, I'm sending these. going to go ahead and send us some pictures right now. You guys will see them on the screen since I've decided to be nice to you guys and put in some effort to put these pictures on the screen <laughs> and edit it. All right, <laughs> here we go. Let's rate these NBA draft fits from 1 to 10. Okay. All right, first up. LeBron's all-white suit. Ooh. This is kind of hard. The, the baggy pants are the baggy pants. It was 2000s fashion. I'm going to give this a good A. This is kind of hard. He was Mr. Put It On that night, dude. This was his <laughs> night, and he rocked it yeah. out. Best best night, best night, fit of the night for sure, bro. The bagginess. Listen, when you, Listen it looks like he you had enter draft pads. night. <laughs> Listen, when you enter draft night with a chosen one tattoo on your back, you got to wear some extravagant shit. And all white. That lived up to hype. Yeah. That's the cleanest thing possible. All right, next one. Trey Young and his shorts tuxedo. Oh, no, I want him in prison. No, you're, you need to be in prison. Why do people... Zero. No, this is not a zero. This is easily like a nine. This is actually hard. Okay. I this think you innovative. need to be investigated. You need to be investigated for your crimes against fashion. You like shorts with a suit? I might need to fucking get off this call. Listen. I this like is- to be comfortable. <laughs> Listen, you want to be comfortable on draft is, night? This with is shorts. A, Are you yes, kidding me? Yes, this is an eight point five, and not only do I like this outfit, I've worn it before. I've worn it before. All right, I am over. If I saw that in person, I am on board. I multiple oh, times oh too. 
I'm just glad you never let me see you with this on because there would have been pictures taken and they would have been on the internet. You, you if might I were see, you, you Donovan, I would have never shared that public. If I were you, Donovan, I would have never shared that information Just publicly. because I <laughs> take risks with my fashion choices and I'm okay with that. All right. Not everybody sees the vision. What makes, this, miss. <laughs> what makes this worse is that he has glasses on. I don't know why. Maybe it does because he <laughs> doesn't look good with the glasses on. But the fit goes from like an eight from the picture on the left to like a two for the picture on the right. Maybe it just he looks like you a nerd. I don't know. <laughs> you guys are fucking drunk. This is horrible. No. <laughs> no, this is hard. All right. We're, listen, we will get to horrible. And that's the next one. Kevin Knox and his Fortnite jacket. <laughs> I'd rather wear- <laughs> Listen, I'd, I'd rather wear this than Trey Young's garbage, but this is corny as fuck. Oh my god, a bro! Fortnite. Why does the bottom say your boy? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I tried to say your boy, Kevin. <laughs> I tried to convince myself on draft night that Kevin Knox was going to be good. I should have known from this moment that he would have been a bust. This is terrible. <laughs> this is a crime. This is a crime. I don't even think he was sponsored by Fortnite. He was just though. doing this for free clout. <laughs> the funny Look, thing is, too, the rest of it isn't really good either. That vest is ugly. Yeah, exactly. What was going on? What was the? Did he have anyone help him out? No one had. He didn't have no stylist, bro. You kidding me? Like that low cut vest with the fucking with the what's it called? Bow tie. Yeah, that low cut vest with the bow tie combination. He's already starting at a low point. You're throwing Fortnite. Fortnite must have been paying him a serious bag in order to. Start I don't think they either, were. Bro. Uh, he did it for the love of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is horrendous. All right. Zero. All right. Next one. Palo Bancaro's whatever this is. I want to say this is kind of hard. That chain ties it in together. This is terrible. I don't like the shoes with the fit, but I don't hate the... This is the type of risk I would take with the purple, not like Trey Young's shorts risk. This is cool. No, this is... Listen, it has a good base and it had potential. This looks like... And it makes sense because he's like 19. This is a prom outfit. This is something that, that people wear to prom. <laughs> and it shouldn't be something that you wear to the NBA draft. I don't know what he has coming off of his suit. But it looks like... It, it just looks itchy at this point. It looks it looks weird. <laughs> I'm not with it. It is kind of giving GTA 5 character fashion. So GTA 5? This is, give, this is giving me Prime Saints Row character fashion, bro. I'm finna hit up the meanest look with this on. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Alright. Yeah, yeah. Well, why is the chain say seventy five? What is that? Oh, is that I think NBA's... it says P five. What does it oh, say? Oh P five, okay. P five. P five, I think. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Is five his number? Like, yeah, five whatever. is his number. They call him P five. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Palo, Listen, okay, the, whatever. The chain is the best part of the fit. Yeah. I think you I'll give it a sweating. six. This may be I'll give it a six. It's cool. It's all right. Nah. Alright, next one. Jalen Rose's iconic red pinstripe suit. This hard. is a t- this is a ten. I like this a lot. This is hard. This is hard. And with the hat, the hat goes so perfectly. The tie is hard. hard. Ten for sure. They've yeah. they've made fun of Jalen Rose for years, and I've never understood why. This is a great outfit. This is a good choice. Because he was ahead got, of his time. To, the people making fun of him are people like Shaq and shit. The people that like you don't want to be listening to for fashion advice, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He know he was. This is doing, absolute bro. fire. And yeah, with the hat, it looks like throwback vibes now. This is this is dope. Yeah, I. The tie is kind of throwing me off just a little no, the bit. The tie is hard. The tie is There's cool. too much going on there. Too a little bit too much going on there. But overall, put this in I a give modern a suit cut, and I would wear this. Oh, a hundred percent easily. All right, next. I'll definitely wear this. I might lose a tie. Next one, Drew Gooden's block of a suit. 
<laughs> now that boy looked like my window curtains. Holy shit! <laughs> this man looks like an iron golem from. Fort- from yeah. <laughs> this man looks like an iron golem from Minecraft. This, this is a Ford. This looks like a zip-up suit. I don't. I don't understand why is it, why is the tie so short on it? Is he wearing a mic as well? What is going on here? Bro is built like Squidward's house. This is crazy. <laughs> like he just like he just got flat ironed before the entire draft. The whole body he flat ironed it while he added on. Like what is going on? This is the straightest suit I've seen in my an life. Envelope. Yeah, exactly, bro. <laughs> oh my god, so this is terrible. So give me that bag of cement look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, last god. last one. Jalen Green's shiny pinstripe suit. Oh, absolutely this hard. Trash. Dripper Drown. This is 10. This is incredible. What? 10? This is a 10. This is hard as fuck. It's a 9. I don't like the shirt under... You want to talk about wrist? I don't, I don't... You want to talk about I taking like wrists? This underneath. is how you take a wrist. I don't like the shirt underneath, but everything else is fire. Yeah. What's this is how you stand off? out in a creative way. What's throwing me off is how his pants... They're too flowy at the bottom. When I see no, that's are dope. too flowy at the bottom like that, they give get, me throwback vibes. Get on the bell bottom wave, Mo. Fact, no. bro, he's dressed like the Migos in the Walkie Talkie music video, giving the 70s vibes. I fuck with We're it. Going back to nah, it. Nah, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's not me. Walk it like I talk it. This is dope. Uh, that's, the, that's the only part that I give. I give this a seven, to be honest. Seven? Oh, you tripping. No, nah, yeah. this, this is hard. I'm not going lower than a nine. This is dope. This is hard. I hate the pants. Right. Listen, if you know, you know. Facts. You that, don't know. <laughs> all right, well, that's it. That's the end of that video. Ooh. To rate the Trey Young shorts over this is fucking mind-blowing to me. Yeah, no, the Trey Young shorts are hard. I, get, I want I, you in You're prison. just focusing on the shorts. The shorts are not trash. That's half the fit. Why would I not focus on the shorts? <laughs> it's the funny part of the fit. The rest of it is solid. Bro. Look at his shoes. They, they, they're hard. The rest of Look it is it. fine. It's average as fuck. Yeah, the, the shoes average, was mid. Bro. The shoes were mid. The only part that's normal that stands out is the shorts. Everything else is literally from the prom store in the mall. <laughs> uh, don't disrespect that man, Trey, like that. Too late. <laughs> it's hard. Anyways, yeah, man, that's the end, that's the end of the episode. If you're still here, comment. Mo has no drip. Let us see whoa, in the comments. <laughs> whoa, crazy whoa, allegations. Whoa, that is outrageous. <laughs> crazy that allegations. That is outrageous. Wow. Crazy. Comment. Trey Young has no drip. Let's do that. Let's piss him off even more. That is Mo still about Trey Young more than himself. Worse. He's more mad about Come that. Trey Young has no drip. I want to hear it in the comments. Come at me. I will sacrifice myself for my glorious Trey Young. <laughs> <laughs> what was that video? The I will sacrifice myself for Packy's death. Throwback meme. <laughs> all right end of the episode trey young has no drip let us know in the comments check out the merch like and subscribe rate us five stars leave a review on audio platforms we're and out check here. out isaac's newest video bye True. peace